Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. The government is targeting to vaccinate up to 250,000 individuals per day once the bulk of coronavirus disease vaccines are already delivered to the Philippines, an official of the Department of Health said on Thursday, March 11. DOH Undersecretary Leopoldo Vega said that it was their target since the government intended to inoculate 50 to 70 million Filipinos against the viral illness by year end. Currently, almost 13% of the healthcare workers in the country were already vaccinated and target is 50% for the coming weeks, according to Vega. On March 8, DOH Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere said there are 1.8 million estimated healthcare workers from the hospitals down to the community across the different regions of the country. So far, the Philippines has secured 600,000 doses of Sinovac vaccines and 525,600 doses of AstraZeneca vaccines. The country started its vaccination rollout last March 1. The League of uh, Provinces of the Philippines, or LPP, urged on Thursday, March 11, the government's task force overseeing the response to the COVID-19 to make it mandatory for travelers to undergo COVID-19 testing at the entry point of the provinces. LPP President and Marinduque Governor Presbitero Velasco said that the group is asking the task force to allow them to conduct either PCR tests saliva test or antigen test to determine if the travelers entering their localities are positive for the virus. On March 1, the government lifted the travel authority issued by the Philippine National Police and local health certificate requirements for domestic travel. Velasco said most governors want coronavirus testing done for travelers at the point of entry instead of the point of origin. The LPP chief expressed grave concern that many individuals are asymptomatic, stressing that it would be difficult to determine if a person is a virus carrier if DILG Resolution 101, which prescribes clinical exposure assessment, would be followed. Local governments are allowed to use any of the three COVID-19 tests, but the RT-PCR remains the gold standard, and those who will turn out positive in antigen tests will be quarantined and will undergo confirmatory swab tests, according to Velasco. The government has so far managed to control the spread of the coronavirus in the country, but must still improve the contact tracing aspect of its pandemic response, according to Malacanang.
In a press briefing this afternoon, presidential spokesman Harry Rogers said contact tracing remains an area for tremendous improvement after a flood of tracing apps has merely con caused confusion. Roque admitted he was puzzled why staysafe.ph, the government's official contact tracing program, has not been used widely, widely despite its launch a few months ago. To immediately test and isolate persons with the illness, Roque said authorities must also follow the model developed by Baguio City Mayor Benjamin Magalong to trace at least 32 close contacts of an infected person. Having too many tracer apps in the country also does not help in the pandemic response, according to Roque. The government launched the staysafe.ph application as the official contact tracing app back in September, but some local government units and business establishments have implemented their own tracking systems. Roque maintained that the government has been performing well in addressing the pandemic, citing it might manage to limit the number of deaths and infections in the country. The palace official earlier described the government's pandemic response as excellent. Well, ang sa akin po importante yung tracing, no? Talagang yung tracing, naguguluhan na po ako, nahehelo na ako, no? Lalong-lalo na dito sa Stay Safe app. Hindi ko maintindihan kung bakit hindi pa natin ginagamit ito at matagal na pong uh, na-launch namin yan, no? Naalala ko po, nandun po ako sa launch, no? So napaka-importante po nung tracing kasi yung tracing will enable us to isolate, no? The close contacts para maiwasan nga yung pagkalat. So I would say that... Um, an area for tremendous improvement will be the tracing, the use of the tracing app, at saka yung pagtaas ng mga numero na natitrace, dapat masunod po yung uh, sinasabi ni uh, Mayor Magalong na dapat mga at least 32 for every positive case po. A low-pressure area could bring rains over Visayas and Mindanao as it moves closer towards the country's landmass, according to State Weather Bureau. In its latest weather update, March 11, the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration, or PAGASA, said the LPA was spotted 465 kilometers east of General Santos City at 3 a.m. However, the agency said the weather disturbance was less likely to develop into a tropical cyclone. Weather specialist Shelley Ignacio said the LPA continued to affect weather conditions over most parts of the Visayas and Mindanao. Residents in these areas would have cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms in the next several hours. Pagasa warned of possible flash floods or landslides during moderate to at least or at times heavy rains. Meanwhile, the northeast monsoon, or Amihan, will persist over Metro Manila and the rest of Luzon, bringing partly cloudy to cloudy skies with isolated light rains. Pagasa has not issued a gale warning as of Thursday morning, which means that fishing boats and other small sea craft are allowed to venture out into the sea. In Metro News, 
Quezon City government to hire doctors from private sector as LGU-run hospitals reach full capacity for COVID-19. Belmonte, Soto, and Moreno are the top performing mayors in Metro according to a survey. And Manila LGU will never think twice on imposing lockdown as COVID-19 cases rise. More from this report. The local government of Quezon City will hire doctors from the private sector to address the shortage of doctors in the city amid the ongoing coronavirus disease pandemic. On the other hand, Belmonte disclosed that two of their locally run hospital already reached full capacity in terms of accommodating COVID-19 patients. According to her, the COVID-19 ward of Quezon City General Hospital already reached 106.25% occupancy rate, while the Novaliches District Hospital reached 118.75%. Nevertheless, Belmonte said the city is still lucky to have other hospitals that can accommodate COVID-19 patients. She referred to the private hospitals and those being run by the national government. Quezon City Mayor Joy Belmonte has once again emerged as the top-performing local executive in the national capital region according to a recent survey. The independent and non-commissioned survey was conducted by RP Mission and Development Foundation Incorporated through face-to-face -face interviews with 3,500 respondents. Belmonte got highest approval rating of 86%, followed by Pasig City Mayor Victor Maria Regis Vico Soto and Manila Mayor Francisco Escomoredo Magoso with 83% and 80% respectively. The respondents were also asked if they would vote for their mayors if they run for re-election. Soto got the highest rating at 80%, followed by Belmonte 76% and Moreno 75%. This survey was conducted from February 20 to 28. The respondents are registered voters and residents of Metro Manila with ages 18 to 70. As the number of new and active cases of coronavirus disease in the city of Manila rose to more than 1,000 as of Wednesday, March 10, Manila Mayor Francisco Escomarelli Magoso said if necessary, the city will impose a lockdown on districts or areas where the concentration of COVID-19 cases are. The city government recorded 234 new infections, increasing the total number of active cases to 1,151 according to its latest case, Bulletin. It also showed 71 recoveries, bringing the total number of recoveries in the city to 27,710. The total number of deaths is now at 800. With one new death. Dumagoso said the increase in cases is alarming. It needs to be addressed and controlled. That is why the city is addressing it conservatively in order not to go back to uncertainty. Dumagoso placed Barangay 351, 725, and the two hotels in Barangay 699 under a four day lockdown starting March 11 after a surge in COVID 19 cases in these areas. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Most wanted man in Iloilo and companion killed in Antipolo City. DOST to Mimaropa calls on investors, researchers, and students to join the 2021 RICE competition. And Region 9 receives second shipment of vaccines. Here are the details. Anti-kidnapping operatives of the Philippine National Police killed a man wanted for murder in Iloilo Province and his companion during a raid in his lair in Antipolo City. Authorities identified the subjects of the strings of arrest warrants as Reagan Gepulango, who was listed as the number one most wanted in Tigbawan, Iloilo. His companion, who was also killed during the operation, is still unidentified. The operation stemmed from a tip-off from the presence of Gepolango in Aptipolo City. Police surveillance teams were sent in the area to confirm the report, and as soon as his presence was located, the raid was conducted. Seized in Gepolango's house were three handguns and a sachet of shabu. 
Showcase your inventions and research studies at the Regional Invention Contest and Exhibits or RISE and receive cash awards. This was the call made by the Department of Science and Technology Mimaropa and the DOST Technology Application Promotion Institute to all local inventors, designers, researchers, and students in the region. The DOST Mimaropa said both public and private sectors can compete in five categories and cash awards up to 25,000 pesos await the 2021 RICE winners and will represent the region in the National Invention Contest and Exhibits next year. Interested applicants may visit the DOST Mimaropa website for more details. The second batch of coronavirus disease vaccines arrived in Zamboanga on Wednesday. The shipment consisted of 11,000 vials, 10,000 Sinovac, and 1,000 AstraZeneca vaccines. A vial of Sinovac is equivalent to one dose, while a vial of AstraZeneca is 10 doses. The vaccines are intended for health workers assigned in hospitals, both public and private. The AstraZeneca vaccines would be administered to health workers above 59 years old, those with comorbidity, and to those who don't like Sinovac. The first shipment of vaccines arrived on March 5 and was allotted to the region's hospitals. In world news, Biden to meet virtually with leaders of Japan, India, and Australia. China's new five-year blueprint to unleash opportunities for world. And shoot me instead, Myanmar Nun pleads with junta forces. Let's watch this. U.S. President Joe Biden on Friday will meet virtually with leaders of Japan, India, and Australia according to the White House. In a daily White House briefing, Press Secretary Jen Psaki said a range of issues including the COVID-19 pandemic, economic cooperation, and the climate crisis would be discussed during the meeting. It will be the first time that the United States, Japan, India, and Australia known as the Quad will meet at the leaders' level. China's new five-year plan, currently under review at ongoing annual two sessions, has come under the spotlight as analysts expect the development blueprint of world's second-largest economy to inject more certainties and bring fresh opportunities to the pandemic-rattled world. China on Friday unveiled the draft outline of the 14th five-year plan, which is 2021-2025, for national economic and social development and the long-range objectives through the year 2035, specifying policy priorities and major social and economic goals for the next five years and beyond. China will continue to open its door wider, improve its business environment, and participate in international cooperation in broader areas at a deeper level, according to China State Councilor Wang Yi. Kneeling before them in the dust of a northern Myanmar city, Sister Anne Rose New Town begged a group of heavily armed police officers to spare the children and take her life instead. The image of the Catholic nun in a simple white habit, her hands spread, pleading with the forces of the country's new junta as they prepared to crack down on a protest, has gone viral and won her praise in the majority Buddhist country. Her act of bravery in the city of Mitkina on Monday came as Myanmar struggles with the chaotic aftermath of the military's February 1 ouster of civilian leader in entertainment, former lead singer of the band Eraserheads, Ellie Buendia, has ended the myth that the track Spoliarium is related to the case of the late sexy star Pepsi Paloma. During an interview, Buendia has revealed the meaning behind the track, which was released more than two decades ago. He said that the actual meaning of the song is just really mundane. It's all about getting pissed drunk 
and having a hangover. He also noted that the names Enteng and Joey that were mentioned in the song were actually the names of their road managers and not the names of those who were allegedly involved in the death of the late sexy star. Buendia was surprised when he read for the first time the urban legend that surrounds a song, but he said that sometimes you have no power over coincidences and that it just happens. Despite his revelation, Buendia believes that some people will not accept his explanation. He said that whatever people want to think about, the song is just fine. That's the beauty of it. In sports, TNT reeling from the decision of Ray Parks Jr. to skip the upcoming season made an immediate remedy by acquiring Enlex's number four pick in this weekend's PBA rookie draft in a three-way trade that included Blackwater. The PBA approved the deal late Wednesday, March 10, with Enlex sending the pick to Blackwater for Don Trolliano, Roy Sumang, Morris Shaw, and a second round draft choice in 2022. Blackwater then traded the, they traded the said pick to TNT in exchange for Simon and Cecil David Semerad, a first round choice in 2023 and a second round selection in 2024. The deal came a day after Road Warriors coach Yang Yao hinted that things could be interesting in the next few days leading up to the draft slated on Sunday, March 14, 2021. And those are the news on web today, March 11, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. Or you may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link in this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.